Hey, welcome to the Best Puck and Hockey Podcast. As always, I am Kyle, and I'm here with uh, Austin. Hello! And John. Hey, John here. As you might be able to tell, uh, John is a little sick tonight. That's why his voice sounds so different, but... uh, yeah, so I, I appreciate you making your time, making the time to come out here and say th- and say everything that you just said. <laughs> but, this uh, actually sounds, uh, you know, pretty uh, similar to how he always sounds to me. But uh, you know, maybe that'll sound different to other people. You think so? Huh? Yeah, maybe but, maybe uh, it's just me. If if he if he's uh, if he's feeling under the weather, maybe we should uh, give him the night off or something like that. You think? I, I I think so. I think you should just you know go rest your voice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm. Not feeling the best and uh, just wanted to keep the streak alive. So I wanted to show up, but I guess I'll get back to writing my Adam Fox and Connor Hellebuck romantic fanfic. I mean, God, I love them both so much. Yeah, that is, that is known. Uh, thank you, John. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank thank you. you so much for being here and uh, just powering to through that. Fans, but I'm going to, going to duck out now. We appreciate you. Go coyotes. And I'm going to leave. <laughs> All right. Well, since uh, John just uh, classically exited, um, it will just be the two of us tonight, right, Kyle? Yep. Keeping the streak alive, though. John was here. John was here. That was John. Uh, We have the recording of it. All right. So, what do we got? (laughs) I'm looking at our sheet now. What do we got to talk talk about tonight? I did find the sheet for once. (laughs) I made sure. Made sure that uh, with minimal handholding, <laughs> it is there. So it looks like the first thing on our list tonight is uh, Evander Kane news. You know, pretty quiet on that front for a while, and now uh, we hear that uh, the Sharks announced that they're terminating his contract for breach of contract, uh, breach of rules in the not only the NHL but the AHL as well. They alleged that. Um, he went, what was it, from the U.S. to Canada? He, oh, yeah. He traveled from the U.S. to Canada while while sick with COVID-19 and broke, apparently, some laws. Maybe, But it, I don't know about all that. I don't know what, what the, the rules are for that. But definitely they, they allege that he broke uh, NHL rules and violated his contract. And so they uh, put him on unconditional waivers for the purpose of terminating his contract. Uh, the NHLPA is filing a grievance against that. But in the meantime, it seems like we have had some uh, some interest in him. Some rumors, would you say? I would say some rumors, some gossip, some, some s- yeah, some. Uh, I almost said spit. That's not <laughs> some <laughs> spit, surely. Some spit. Some water cooler talk. You know? Oh, <laughs> I think you and I have different water coolers. Yours is filled with water. Mine's filled with spit. Apparently, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, who who's looking like the the team that's uh, getting the most chatter? You think? So, of course, I think. Let me make sure I, I I have this right because I saw a name, but I didn't click on it to see if it was actually who I think it is. It sure is, according to Tim Peel, former. Worst NHL referee of all time. (laughs) Thank you, Tim. I didn't know that that was a thing. That's actually, he said, uh, Evander Kane will be signing with the Edmonton Oilers within the next few hours. But that was about a day ago. 
But then the NHL comes out and says that they are, did I write this down? Investigating Kane's movement from the U.S. to Canada, potential stoppage to signing a new contract. Because if they find in his favor, which it doesn't sound like he thinks they're going to, because he's talking to other teams and like, yeah, I'm totally going to sign with another team. <laughs> um, but if they find in his favor, then the Sharks cannot terminate his contract and they have to keep it. And he's still under contract with them. I imagine that's what he wants since he makes way more money that way. Way more, yeah, not having to do a whole bunch of other stuff, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, So Edmonton is the big frontrunner that I've seen, at least. Uh, The other team was, uh, John mentioned Toronto was in on him. I saw Tampa was in for a little bit, but pulled out on Tuesday. Yeah, that's good. I, I truly don't understand. Like, I, he undeniably has talent yeah of course is it worth it i don't think so i don't want him on my team no i think we talked about this a little bit but like we need they said i think john said that if your locker room is strong enough then maybe you can withstand it and so maybe the 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 hurricanes could do it i mean they they've survived d'angelo so far sure i i i could see that happening if their culture is strong enough i i personally I don't want to even test the Blues locker room. We've had, <laughs> but even whenever it comes to like a you know like D'Angelo, I'm pretty sure he's like a drop of water in the ocean of just insanity that Evander Kane would be to just any given locker room. I yeah, I feel like that's a much stronger test than D'Angelo ever would yeah. be. I don't, and maybe that's just you know because D'Angelo has been relatively quiet and they've been you know able to do things with him. But uh, you know, I I really don't know how that would go I, I feel like you'd have to watch him constantly just to make sure he either wasn't gambling or you know breaking yeah rules or they, they would be like, they would have like a tape like a like a, a tail on him at all times yeah just like like i don't even know if it's a tail at that point like there's just someone always standing next to him <laughs> there's like <laughs> they're like tight like hooked together as a belt loop so wherever he goes he's like oh shit okay i gotta follow sorry i gotta go kane is leaving and i've got to see where he's going yeah it's just i don't a, have a choice it's just a guy with a ruler and anytime kane <laughs> tries to do anything he just gives him a just a, a little slap on the wrist and says no 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 we're not doing that we're going to do the opposite of that and then he hands him a rice cake <laughs> To really break his will. Positive reinforcement. That's what you're supposed to do with dogs, right? Yeah. Oh, God, not that he's a dog. I don't want to imply that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> All right. It's, uh, it was Let's... around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot the last thing. The, again, not that. No. God damn. Absolutely not what I meant to say. No, I know what you meant to say. <laughs> Positive reinforcement is just good for every type of sentient person. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. just works on everybody. Yes, exactly. God damn. I immediately regretted saying that as soon as I, I, know you did. I saw the sheer look of I was like, oh, oh, okay. Um, but no, we're we're going to just uh go past that now. Yep, um, we're, well, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> but uh, McDavid responded to rumors about that. Uh apparently someone asked him about that in the media and he said, if fans don't like it or the media doesn't like it or whatever it is what it is which is like the most bland hockey statement ever like yeah throw some fucking salt on there man <laughs> you'd be like bland 
This is the blandest statement I've ever tasted. I wish he would. I, I want to just see the McDavid flavor on it. Just like, yeah, I don't want it, but I don't sign the contracts. Leave me alone. Why are you asking me? <laughs> oh, my God. I would love it if you said that. I got a weird house. Have you all seen my weird house? <laughs> my girlfriend designed it, and I'm stuck there. I don't even know how to live in it. I just live in this one little corner. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know what he's supposed to say. I never. I, I, I almost. I wish players would either go really spicy or go super robotic. I mean, like that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else. Like he could have said to possibly like bland it up. If the fans or the media doesn't like it, or you know whatever, it is what it is. We're just saying it's exactly what it seems like. It's like yeah, we can see that. We have eyes. <laughs> No, I mean, just like, uh, like if he could do like a robot voice is kind of what I'm meaning. Like, an old, like, <laughs> like, I don't really have anything to say about Yvonne Durkane. <laughs> I, I, I would love if he would do okay. that. Like, that would just be like the, the, the comedy move for me. It'd just be like, I don't take these questions. I am Connor McDavid. <laughs> I have yeah. other things to worry about, like Brandon Manning. <laughs> I will say this like regardless of what you think of him regardless of like how you feel about his antics and what he's done the Oilers who's who's looking at that team and saying you know what they need more <laughs> offense more <laughs> better shooters better goal scorers that's what this team is missing it's like good Maybe they're going to give him a try on what his true destiny has always been. Defense. A goaltender. A goaltender. <laughs> An ice girl. <laughs> it's never been tried before. Oh my God. I just don't understand. Like, you're, I, you're complaining about, like, your coach is literally throwing your goaltender under the bus one game. Everyone knows your defense is god-awful. And so your your response to that, the week after that, all that comes out, you say, hey, we should give this Evander Kane a shot. I think it could help our team do more of what we already have. Do you think, like, Ken Holland's brain, like, melted after all those years of being, like, in a playoff streak with the Red Wings where he was just signing, like, deals left and right? He's like, I just got to keep it alive. Like, it's just one more deal. Like, do you think that that's just what's <laughs> happened now where he's just like, ugh. I think he's. I think yeah. I think he's just addicted. He's got the. He, he gets a high off of signing <laughs> contracts. He's like he's, look, he's looking. He's like <laughs> I haven't signed a deal in three days. He's talking me up. He's he's talking to someone like in the organization. He's like oh, this will be the last one. Oh, I'm just really gonna go out with a bang on this one. <laughs> last time, and then I'm going to rehab. <laughs> Well, just one more, one more small contract. That's all I need. Just, one just small a small contract. one. Just a small one. Just come on, just one more for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I just need, I just need the the one more hit, one year contract. That's all I, all I need. That's all just I one, want. just one little Evander Kane. <laughs> Will you put him on the right side? <laughs> oh man. No, yeah, I, I don't know. I really just don't feel like that's what they need. Like that's haunt my dreams, drug addict Ken Holland. <laughs> I don't think that's what they need. I, I maybe, that's, maybe that's a segment. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
maybe. And all in rehab. Yeah, let's see if uh, you write the contract. <laughs> I haven't signed a contract in 30 days. I've got my chip. <laughs> they, they handcuffed me to the bed and <laughs> I tried to think. And then Danny Heatley was crawling on my ceiling and his head turned all the way around. <laughs> I don't One know year why. 750. One year 750. It's such a deal. It's such a deal. He scored 50 goals once. Link him in, guys. We could just bury that if it doesn't go well. We can just bury. We keep burying contracts, Ken. We can't keep burying. We're sending with the desert for the second. <laughs> That's always the move. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I've, I've <laughs> we've we've hung on too long to this bit character. Yeah. I love it. I think we need a full full segment. Of oh, that. I, I I I feel like he's uh, putting pen to paper now. <laughs> uh, I don't see any other. Standard news, no no trades, no injuries. I mean, there's surely like COVID shit. I know the yeah, Blues. I was say, there's always COVID shit flying around. I think. Uh, I know the Blues with Tarasenko, Shen, and Peron. I Peron. think. On... Did Pareko just go out with it? Oh, you might be right. I think he did. Which I mean, okay. He hasn't know. been playing spectacularly anyway. But... Do we have this written down? That uh, uh, who was it? Gabriel Landskog got like the the first star of the week and then like the very next day or it was either the same day or the very next day he got covid so like it's just the ultimate high for the ultimate low of being out with covid that dude just cannot catch a break i i don't (laughs) being on that team but then like not ever being able to play for just various different reasons i don't know Shen, yep, Shen and Perico, Peron, and I, I saw Vladdy somewhere. Yeah, I was saying Vladdy was, that was a week ago, right? That he so, went, went out like that? Something like that, yeah, so he yeah. should be back any, any time now. Does it just, it, it, does it even matter to teams now? I think that the, like, just the taxi squad is just always moving, just always <laughs> <laughs> in gear. Don't stop this car like is that seriously what those players are doing they're just like living outside of a bus like they're just like all right (laughs) i'm a traveling man i i have no home until the season is over i play where they send me pretty much like is that what's happening with like is it nathan walker is the australian guy for the blues yep yeah walker and then uh i think Wallman's on there and lindgren I say everyone's got like their guy, but uh, yeah, it's... but yeah, Walker Walker's been ever on the the taxi squad. <laughs> He's just always playing on the road again, like on his iPad. It's on repeat. It's on repeat. He's like, man, I hate this song. <laughs> but if I if I make it up and I get to stop playing, that's my motivation. <laughs> that's my motivation. That's why he scored that hat trick. <laughs> So I feel like I feel this isn't on our on our news, but I just thought of it, and I feel like we'd be remiss not to at least talk about it. Did yep. you watch the Blues Stars game on Sunday? 
You mean the one where the man very successfully tested the durability of a stick? Yes, that is the one. That, is that the one? Uh, would you like to go uh, into detail with that at all? I feel like we need to at least touch on that. Like, okay. <laughs> and I'm probably just going to piss off all the Stars fans. but yeah, That's okay. Like We don't know any, personally. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe uh, I don't think so. I don't think I do. But, uh, so... For those who don't know, for those who didn't watch the game, uh, end of the period, there was like 40, there was under, there was like a minute or less left. Minute or less left. Yeah. Blues are on the power play. And uh, puck goes to the corner. Shen and Buchnevich there. Haskinen battling for the puck. Uh, Shen goes down. Or no, that's how it it got to the corner. But Shen went down, puck in the corner. Buchnevich comes to support. Haskinen comes to get it. Um what looks like Buchnevich tripped Haskinen puck goes to like just off, off the corner fight. Kairu gets it. Haskinen's back up by this point. Fucking tomahawks that stick. Um, Kairu makes the pat like make it puts a shot on net or pass. I don't remember exactly what happened. Um, throws the stick down. He's like, what the fuck? It's broken. Uh, ref's arm goes up. Ryan yeah. O'Reilly scores. Since they were already on the power play, the pu- the the penalty that was already in the box comes out. Haskinen goes to the box for two more minutes to uh, for the slash. Kyrie scores on that power play. Blues win two to one with four, two goals and under a minute left. Yeah, it was something to kind of behold. Yeah, that was it. Was crazy. I was at that game. I was not in my normal seats. I'm usually up uh, up on the second level, like right in the middle, but. Uh, my in-laws got tickets and they were right behind the net, right behind the net where that all went down. Oh, and so insane. It was so cool to watch. I really thought you were going to go for the joke there. Like I wasn't in my usual seats. I was standing on someone's shoulders. just <laughs> like <laughs> no, 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 real story. Not no jokes. No joke. Okay. Um, so basically like what's come out since then is stars fans are pissed, which is understandable. Oh. They did miss a penalty, but I think, the penalty that they missed is like, you're not going to feel better about it, obviously. Right. But it's not what everyone initially thought it looked like other replays showed. And some people still say Buchnevich got the, his stick in his feet. I didn't see it. I don't think he did. I think he, cause like it was all one motion and his stick goes from one side to the other side of his body to the outside of like to, towards the boards. And you can see that at no point, it doesn't, it doesn't look like it gets caught up in his feet. But what does happen is Shen grabs Haskinen's stick as he's skating by and kind of jerks him, and he does a little toe pick, and he falls, which is a penalty, obviously. Yeah. But my, my argument is the referee that is right there, and even the referee that's at the blue line, when they're looking at that, they're not looking at Shen. Shen's just, like, right. not even in their heads. They're looking at Buchnevich, and by all accounts, from from either angle, it didn't look to me like he like Buch even touched Haskinen. Sure. And so, like, whenever you're watching that play and you're focused on one thing, the obvious call, you just see oh, toe pick and fall. Right. Well, that he just fell. That's that's nothing there. Right. So it's like I get why you're mad. They they that was. 
a missed call, but there's also a ton of missed calls every game. Like, yeah, I was going to say it's, it's literally like you, the fans perspective is always going to be one that has hindsight and replay. Yep. Whereas the linesmen are doing it in real time. Not only are they doing it in real time, they have to be like alert and a lot like they're jumping. They're like skating around. They're trying to be as out of the way as they can. I don't always, you know, love the calls that they do, but that human element is such a thing in hockey that it can't be like always viewed as like, Oh, well they could have just like done, like looked and seen that this was like the obvious thing. It's like, not really. I mean, you know, you'd always have to have like, the exact right timing to see the exact right plays that are unfolding because like mm-hmm. multiple penalties could be going on around you at like all times. Yeah. And that's why if, if you ever like notice that essentially if puck possession is not affected by what's going on, they generally won't call it. Right. So like fouls in front of the nets that they'll, they'll call that if, let's say a shot gets taken on net and someone cross checks them from behind, they fall down. That player now doesn't have the ability to play the puck off of that rebound. Can't tip it, anything like that. So they'll, they'll call that. But if you have like a corner battle going on and there's some fighting in front of the net and there's a cross check here and there, they're not going to call it. They just right. won't. Yeah. I mean, that's, and you know, we can all, I can definitely understand the star's anger on it. Like I would be angry too. That's just absolutely. That's just the reality. Like my team loses with a minute left and there's like any kind of like, uh, you know, degree of just like shenanigans going on. Absolutely. You should be angry. That's the correct response. Do I also get that? That is like a human error. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the other, yeah. my other problem, my, my real problem from them being so mad, like I get, like you said, I understand and I can sympathize. It's happened to us before. Oh, yeah. Pl- plenty of times. But um, you scored one goal. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing about it is, like, if your team only gets that one thing of off, like, one goal, which, you know, the Blues are kind of a hard team to score on at times. Like, they're a very defensively, you know, minded team and whatnot. But you really can't always rely on like, oh, it being a one to zero game. They just really yeah. don't happen all that much anymore. They really don't. Yeah. And like they, they were over three on the power play. Yeah, no, I mean your your team just also lost it for you there. I mean yeah. and it's like not only was it one to nothing, but we played like shit for like the first fifty minutes of that game. Jeez. Like the like we were sloppy. We were all over. There were times when we were on the power play and like fighting for the puck in our zone. And it's not like, and, th- and this is kind of my point is it's not like the stars played much better. And that's the problem is they didn't play that well either. Right. If you go over three on the power play, um, you know, even there's something to be said about your penalty kill, letting in two goals like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because you said that that's what happened. Like they, we scored on the one power play, and then they scored on the following one as well. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and the, but the other one was very fluky. It was Kairu trying to make a pass to the other side and bounce off their defenseman, and then okay, also sucks in and of itself. Yeah, I was gonna say that's it's a lot of bad luck going for the stars there. But I mean, if, yeah, if you play a bad game, it, they're gonna happen. But you, but at no point. 
should a player, and they probably don't, think that a one goal lead is going to be the thing that's going to save you. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we also had our goalie pulled for, like, however long. You're on the power play. Or you're on the, not the power play. You're on the penalty kill. You can ice it as much as you want. Right. Like, go for it. Like, try, try to get that shot. Like, obviously, they, I'm sure they were, but right. they didn't. It just, like, that's the thing. It's like, there's so many things that they could have done to prevent it. And that's why I don't feel super terrible about it. It's, it's one of those things we have the perspective of, well, it worked out for us. So, you know, sucks to suck for them is, you know, not the way that yeah. we, it's going to be the way we're perceived, not necessarily the way that we feel. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if the shoe's on the other foot, we're absolutely going to be, I'm going to be pissing and moaning like oh, yeah. the entire time. Like uh, this episode turns a different tune, but like, yeah. Um, I mean, just they have enough weapons to where that shouldn't have been their only offense. And yeah, the the coach absolutely should not be like breaking a stick because of, you know, the way that bad things happen because bad things are legitimately subject to happen in every single game because of officiating or just random bullcrap luck. But just, hey, we need to look at our special teams on the power play and on the PK, and we need to find ways to generate more offense and help our goalie out here. Yep. Yeah. That's all that's always the things that you should drive home. It's like, I don't know, you could you could say, guys, that sucked that they missed the penalty, but let's let's make a tighter game so that we don't have to worry about that next time. Yep. Yep. That is my whole thing, is like we played like shit for so long and you guys could have done way more to capitalize on that. And it just you just didn't. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's exactly kind of what happened whenever it comes to uh the the, the blues the game that they played the night before that or the game oh. before that sorry yeah, yeah against yeah, the Capitals. i mean the blues blues that oh. uh you know they give up the first uh goal to the capitals and then they came back and they played a strong game whereas i don't think that the capitals necessarily looked all that strong throughout that whole game no yeah so i mean it's just well, do, the, how is their power play so bad right now um I really don't know. It's it's really not looking great. What did what's their loss record? Did they lose the last four or something like that? Something like that. Four or five. Yeah, let me let me take a look here. But I mean it four, it, you're right. It might be because I don't know, like it's such a good strategy, get the puck on Ovechkin's stick, but I mean he's very obviously the guy to guard right now, and it's yeah you have to find different ways to like create offense other than just, you know, pass it to the left dot or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's incredible how bad it's been. Like I didn't realize how bad until we played them. And then I was like online reading comments like, Oh yeah. It was like, they're over like how many ever in the last ones are. And they're like, I want to say there's something like 14 for 70 or something like that. In the past that few is months. ridiculously bad. I mean, that's, that's like you go to your special teams coach and you're just like, what, what, what are you, are you telling doing? them? Yeah. <laughs> what, what do we have to do? <clears throat> Let me find this. I don't want to say. Oh, okay. This, Four, this is this was a week ago. Uh, third worst in the NHL at 14.6%. That is really, really bad. That's really bad. You know, and I mean, it's subject to turn around. I mean, just really depends. But I mean, the strategy just has to be different. I mean... I don't know what their, you know, strategies are, but I mean, if, if one thing 
is consistently failing for you, you gotta you gotta mix something up. But let's see. They're not a team I'm always looking to help. I, I really can't stand whatever they're <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can actually get the actual numbers, but all I, all they like have is um percentage. They're at fourteen point five right now. Which somehow does not like it's even worse or it's not as it's not even as bad as New Jersey's and Montreal's. Montreal, I understand. That team's terrible right now. But New Jersey. <laughs> They're also not that great right now. <laughs> okay. I, I was like Yeah, I I don't know. Um because it's supposed to be obvious that you're better than them, but are the Coyotes better than the Capitals at the moment? Yeah, they're better than... Just barely, 14.8%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a... That's not a... That's not something to be confident in. There's so much, like... As someone who's played hockey, you can tell me better than I, you know, will be able to say. Being on the power play, that's like way more of an opportunity than I think people realize to actually like get that puck in the net. Like if you just like throw pucks at the net, like it becomes so much like easier with one guy out on the other side. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah. I was never a power play specialist. I was more of the penalty killer. Sure. But, but yeah. you got to see what the other team was doing because you were on the receiving end of it. Oh yeah. Cause all you're doing is trying to spread out the team just enough because, I mean, they're, they're essentially going to be in the box formation. They're going to be two down low, two up high, shifting from side to side, wherever the puck is. And essentially, what you're trying to do is trying to get someone to overcommit just a smidge so that the, the next person you pass to has room to move towards the net and get a good shot on. Sure. And it's it's not terribly difficult because you have an extra man out there. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just, you know, the people that are on the PK have to be aware of more people out there and that can just, you know, especially at the NHL level, they can do things that just you might not even be aware that they can do. Yeah. I if you can't if you can't convert on those, it's a really bad sign. Wow. Sorry, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at power plays now. Toronto and Edmonton tied at 30.2%. The Blues are third with 30.1. That's fantastic. That I'm, is awesome. Yeah. Good for us. I'm not used to this. <laughs> no years of being just absolute crap on the power play have really destroyed my mind I, yeah I it's a really weird place for us to be in yeah anyway we can move on we've been on this for a while yeah, that's okay oh man yeah so sorry Dallas fans but there are more games and there's your team's definitely good enough to bounce back from that all right, so on to our non-standard news. Tempe, Arizona, reportedly rejects Coyote's $1.7 billion stadium plans. What does this mean for them? Well, I'm pretty sure Houston is that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's just what that is. That's the next. Oh, did I ruin it? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just hilarious. It cracked me up. <laughs> That's the that's the fallback. Well, I can't move to Tempe. I guess Houston. I guess Houston. No, I mean, I I feel like there's a lot of shaded, like a sh- uh, shadowy things going on, um, kind of with how that ownership is handling the Arizona situation. Um, 
It's not great, is it? No, I and I I don't think he wants the team to be there. If I if I had to guess what rich people are going to do, just, you know, go to the market that's going to yield more profits, which I it's, guess is Houston. I haven't done the analysis work on that, but it is so weird because like whenever um this new ownership group took over, they were all excited because it's like a group from from Arizona and they're like, oh, we're going to keep the team here and everything. But right. I don't feel like the talks about them moving have dulled a whole lot, even since then. No. And I mean, it. it I'm going to say this because, you know, we're, you know, St. Louis, you know, favored or whatever. Um, it seems a lot like the playbook that uh, Stan Kroenke did with the Rams. You know, um, oh, he's a guy that's from the area. Legitimately, he's from like Missouri. Yep, and he says that he's gonna, you know, do whatever to, you know, help the team, and you know, keep them in his area and everything, and uh, then bam, boom, zoom, he was out of here. So I mean, if I had to guess, I think it's the you know the same formula but hockey version. Um, you know, I I honestly truly hope that that doesn't happen to those Arizona fans. I know that they've had to deal with so 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 much um bad play there like no bad play bad ownership bad gms um with really likable players like shane doan like i got his entire career like that is truly like just kind of like heartbreaking to hear that he had to you know really just you know he put himself out there for that team and like you know just the minimal like stuff that came out of it yeah i mean so yeah i want Arizona to have that team. I want that team to actually be good. Um, I, I think Bill Armstrong can build up a really good team. I'm really scared of the uh, Jacob Chikrin talks for the Blues <laughs> like trade that might happen. Um, I, I just, I don't know. Um, Do you so not want him? or I, I would want him. I don't like the price that I... Ah. Whenever I hear... Perunovich, I get really uh, like emotionally scared because I'm like, I see what Perunovich can do. Even if he's like, you know, still a rookie, still, you know, like they're, I think they're the same age. I just, if his name wasn't tied to it, I'd be way more willing. I understand why uh, fans would want to do that trade, even if it is involving Perunovich, but I don't know. I, I feel like that's, that's too, it's, <laughs> It's too much because I just have a very strong bias towards that guy. Um. So yeah, they are both twenty three. Okay. Um. Twenty three. I know Chikrin had uh, some good. It was either last year or the year before that he had like a top ten like Norris like type of season. He, he's obviously not having that right now. Like he's got like seven points and like is a negative thirty or something like that. It is a bad season or something like that. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. What do you what do you think of that? So I don't I don't know exactly what kind of defenseman Chikrin is. I just don't watch enough Arizona. All I know is that he's he's touted as being very good. Um looking at his stats, actually they're really good. Forty one and fifty six uh last year. 41 points, 56 games. Uh, years before that were less, but I mean, those were earlier right. years where he those was like 18, 19, 20. 
And still, at, at 22, he got 26 points in 63 games and then turned around the next year and got 41 and 56. So, I mean, that's good. I think I think if he's a better defensive man than Perunovic, Perunovic, yeah, I, I could see why. Because I mean, if you if you look at the Blues D line, we're too offensive. We have Falk, we have Krug, we yeah. have Perunovic, all three are offensive defensemen. Sure. Pareko, they're still not really sure. I think they want him to be because of his shot, but I, I'd much rather just have him be. Just do his job, yeah. I mean, yeah, if, he, if he could throw it at the net every once in a while, that's fine. But I mean, I don't, I don't think he's gonna evolve much further than that with on the offensive side, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, we we essentially have clones of each other and Tori Krug and Scott Perunovich, both like 5'10", both quick offensive defensemen. Sure. Both like can quarterback the power play. Sure. Like, yeah. And it's, it's, it's just about what you're needing. If I had to guess um, from the things that I was seeing, like uh Chikrin, I think can be pretty responsible on that left side. I know that um, I had, I really like the contract that comes with him. Um, I think it's like three years and like four-ish million dollars a year. So it's really reasonable. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's just because I've, I've always kind of favored uh, offensive defensemen. But uh, yeah, I I just wish it didn't involve Perunovic, but I definitely think that it would always have to. So I don't know if I'm up or down on it. Um, it if it comes to me tomorrow, I'm just going to probably say that I would, I would be in favor of it, but I would be ready to drink my sorrows away. If I saw <laughs> become something way more than what he is right now. I, I was going to say, I feel like he has some really good potential and it's, but it's hard to like say like, Oh, what if Perunovich hmm. becomes something really good? He could be a, a, yeah. a chicken. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're going to, do- I was waiting for you to shoot me with that this whole time. I was like, <laughs> sees polishing the gun of yeah he could turn into anything he could turn into chicken chicken it was there it was lobbed up and i had to take it like i just have to keep talking (laughs) i wonder oh this is interesting because as you stated perunovic not perunovic chicken has a four-year 4.6 million dollar contract um, the Blues currently are using $700,000 in LTIR <laughs> cap space. Okay. Um, I actually don't see anyone on the LTIR, so I don't know how we're doing that. <laughs> um, oh, I think they have they have Wallman up whenever uh, he's actually on the taxi squad right now. Future considerations is hurt at the moment. That's what... Uh... <laughs> All those years of making those deals finally paid off. Um, so my issue is Scott Perunovich makes nine hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. We're gonna have to dump a contract. Or do you have someone in mind? I do. I do. We're gonna have to dump someone I don't like. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I don't know why you think that. 
Go on, if you haven't pulled up. <laughs> what if... What if we dump this player? Then I'm way more into it. What if we take on per, uh, Chikrin, give them Perunovich, and Marco Scandella? <laughs> That's pretty much the same money going in, money coming out. There's like $500,000. No, not even that. Hold on. So, uh, 925... Three, two, seven, five. Yeah, $400,000 is all we all we need to clear up yeah. if uh, if we did that. I feel like you'd have to just because, I mean, what is it, Mikola would have to uh, uh, be moved down to that last pairing, right? I mean, he, he doesn't uh, deserve to be like uh, played over by Marco Scandella in my eyes. Hell no. Yeah. No. Marco Scandell doesn't deserve to play over anybody on this lineup. <laughs> Maybe Bortuzzo. <laughs> but Bortuzzo does bring enough enjoyment for other things. Yeah, he's he's tough enough. He's kind of a shithead. So, I mean, we need that. We literally have Braden Shen, and that's about all. Oh, I was saying, what if he does another nut goal? <laughs> <laughs> That's invaluable. Yeah, that's invaluable. Who who what could if he beats up that? another one of our uh, one of his teammates and we go on another big run again? Dude, that's great. Who can yeah. he beat up? Like, there's no one on this team I really, really, really don't like besides Scandella. But he because he could beat up Jacob Chikrin if we trade for him. Yeah, that's a great idea. Chikrin fucking uh, put the put the. He was Jake Neighbors beat the crap out of him. I'm still not. I'm still not thrilled about that. Yeah, then maybe we see. Uh, maybe if that if that trade does happen, maybe we'll see. But um, I want. I want to see Bortuzzo just like waiting behind the door, and as soon as Chikrin opens the locker room door, just takes a quick <laughs> rabbit punch. Yeah, right in the nose. He's like, "What the fuck?" That did. No, no. You beat up Jake Neighbors. That's the least I'm going to get. That's. That's it. It's over now. <laughs> Welcome to the team. And he puts Welcome. A, Welcome to the team. He puts a sweater on and it's like six sizes too small. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, sorry. That's, this wasn't even our fucking list to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my problem. Is I I I'm just always scrambled. <laughs> I feel like that's what we always do. Like it's it's two of us. It's either you or John, and me and John, or me and you. And we're like, oh my god, there's not enough to talk about. We have to pad the time. And then we talk for about nothing for 20 minutes. Yeah, it just becomes a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> we had the conversation, nothing is solved. Nothing is solved. We started with, where do we see the coyotes coming from here? I answered once, and then we talked about something adjacent, kind of. <laughs> what are you, oh my god. Tempe reportedly to reject the Coyote Stadium plans. What do you think about that? Well, I think the Blues need Jacob Chickering. <laughs> I was going to say, it's an art form of, wow, that thing that I also put on this dock, I don't really care about. <laughs> no, I do care about that. I don't want I don't no. want the team to move. I'm with you. I, I want hockey in Arizona or else Austin Matthews wouldn't be here. Yeah, Exactly. Think about that, NHL. Think about that, owner of the Coyotes, whatever your name is. Don't mind the clicking sounds as I look it up. <laughs> Think about that, John Chica. 
<laughs> wherever you might be. <laughs> Probably some Wendy's parking lot right now, listening in. Think about that, Alex Morello. Yeah, that's it. That's perfect. Yeah, I, I got him. <laughs> anyway, okay, I. <laughs> I devoted just taking this off of the list to talk about because it's so stupid, but it's too funny not to at least bring up. It's controversial. So the Florida Panthers in the NHL put on this big to-do about how Kodak Black, who, let me make sure I have this right. I think you said it right. American rapper. Yes. Okay. Okay. I didn't know what he did. I don't know who Kodak Black is. I'm old. I also am not into much he's rap. He's known for that Don't Mind the Clicking Sounds again. <laughs> he, he's no Great for song. Cl- uh, uh, song. Uh, don't Mind the Clicking Sounds. Don't Mind uh, the Clicking Sounds. Don't uh, Mind the Clicking Sounds. Gremlin, that song that I know. <laughs> it's on my playlist. I listen to it every morning when That's, I wake up. Yeah, it inspires me to be a super gremlin for the day. Is that like, do you think Tori Krug listens to that 24-7? I hope not. <laughs> he just looks like a gremlin, man. If you like look at him, like that's not nice. <laughs> have you seen him? He looks. <laughs> have you seen me? I'm all nose. Do you think I have any room to make fun of other people? <laughs> I look like an Eastern Island head that grew a torso. I didn't even grow legs. I'm just mostly a torso. <laughs> Listen, yeah. my face is like 80% nose, 10% eyebrows, and, and everything else. Everything else is, oops, all torso and nose. <laughs> anyway, so the Florida Panthers, NHL put out a tweet, ah, look at Kodak Black, checking out NHL and all this. And then the tweet comes, and it <laughs> and uh, I'll let you guys find this one, but... Uh, it appears as if Kodak Black, I hope my volume, nope, totally is on. <laughs> yeah, it appears if uh, Kodak Black, um, there we go. I don't know, would, would you say that he has a different way of eating nachos than most other people? <laughs> that, uh, that is uh, putting it one way. It sure looks like a woman is bent over in front of him and performing some sort of act. And he has his arms wrapped around her. So NHL immediately pulls down the tweet, uh, like cleans cleans the their page of Kodak Black, and then comes out later. Someone from the, from the booth was actually recording, and it actually like the woman, he and the woman are both fully clothed. Well, clothed. She's wearing like booty shorts. Mm. at a hockey game and they say that they're dancing although he apparently doesn't know how to dance and she she thinks that sex is dancing so however you take that but they're actually not doing what you, what you think they were doing i don't know if it's much better <laughs> <laughs> i think that um i think that at a certain point whenever it just becomes that obvious you kind of just own it right like I would love to hear him own it and just say like, yeah, I don't know what it was about like the way that uh, Jonathan Hubbardo uh, like carved the way through the defense, but it just really got me going. And I just 
couldn't hold back because I wanted to finish the game. I'm just watching, and man, they got the kids got some slick mitts, and yeah. all of a sudden I'm rock hard. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what are we gonna do about this? If he only talks in like Canadian hockey boy like <laughs> slang about the whole incident. Yeah, he just went far down, and I was just like, oh man, I am just, just right. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The whole thing is just ridiculous. Like I said, it's just just go look at the videos. It's funny and stupid and probably not worth your time. But go ahead. I don't know. I think that it's. I think it's some of the the best news, and I think that's going to be like an icon for the Florida Panthers now. <laughs> like put it in the box. Like <laughs> this is where they were. <laughs> I don't know. I. I feel like that this should have happened earlier. Like, is that wrong that I feel like that this kind of incident has probably happened in the past and should have been reported earlier in like NHL <laughs> games for how just silly they are at times? No, you're 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 good. Yeah. I was gonna say baseball had it with uh like the Mets in the eighties. Like apparently like Daryl Strawberry, like between innings would just like have sex with people like in <laughs> the clubhouse. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I heard that as a rumor. So it happens at sporting events, people. <laughs> Stay in the bleachers where it's safe. <laughs> or else Daryl Strawberry might have sex with you next. <laughs> that's not what I was gonna <laughs> Or it's safe for you and you're headed out to view sex. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to take that. In your in your defense, that uh, that isn't outside of the things that I would have said, but that's just not what I meant at the moment. Sorry. I really got myself with that one. Yeah, you really gave yourself the giggles there, didn't you? You're just like, oh, I'm going to say something humorous. God, I'm so funny. Twiddling your fingers over there. <laughs> All right. So John John put this one up there. And uh, I feel bad that he's not here to like, like, not defend himself, but to talk about this, really. Like, no. So he so the Bruins. Oh, I guess that could have been in our signings. The Bruins signed Tuka Rask. I don't really know. Do you see him working out for this team? (laughs) They apparently signed him one year, one million dollars. And John says, "Is Tuka Rask the Boston Bruins' savior? Does Rask returning really matter?" Sounds like that's so much salt on there. God. <laughs> it sounds like a uh, like one of those like clickbait titles, right? Like I, I expected to see that in like Bleacher Report or something. <laughs> I was gonna say he's he's got the makings of greatness in him, but I will say like the points he makes on here, I have to agree. Like, does it matter if Rask comes back? Is it a morale thing? Like they've had him for so long, and he's kind of like their backbone. Maybe he rallies the team. But statistically, Allmark is 14 games played, 9-5-0. He has a 2-5-8 goals against and a 9-17 save percentage. So, I mean, not terrible. Swayman, 15 games played, 8-5-0. What? 
Uh, 2.20. No, 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 he said 15 games played and then has 13 games on record. <laughs> That's how good he, he's still playing those two other games. I'm very confused. I'm um, going to make a note here laugh at John's inability <laughs> to count. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Let me find this really quick. Uh, so 16 games play. It doesn't even have its record on, on uh, Cap Friendly. What good are you? <laughs> I'd say the most useful NHL website in existence. <laughs> it says back, I'm the most good. I am the goodest boy. <laughs> But no, to kind well, of go... It does back up what, what John wrote, though, because I don't know where he got his win-loss record, but uh, 15 games played, 220 goals against average, and 920 save percentage, so pretty good. And Jeremy Swayman gets sent down! Like, you're the better of the two goaltenders. <laughs> you have more games played. Rask comes along, and you're the one that's gone. I feel like they're going to try to trade Allmark. I think that's the the end game here. Trade Olmark for whatever they can get. Bring Swayman back up. Have Rask and him. Sure. Um, <clears throat> do you think that it's a situation where I mean, goalies are just at like a commodity right now, just because of yeah. how COVID like cuts through teams. Do you think that they're just like we have three solid guys ready to go, unless they all get COVID at the same time? <laughs> I guess, but it just sucks so bad for Swayman, who's done nothing wrong. Right. No, it it completely sucks for him. He's he's legitimately being punished because, what, he hasn't been here as long as the other two? Yeah. Well, I mean, Olmark. Yeah, in the league. Yeah, yeah, in the league. Right, right, right. Um. So, yeah. But Rask's career, 560 games played, 227 goals against, 921 save percent. Obviously, fantastic goaltender. But uh, last year, 24 games played, 228 goals against, 913 save percentage. A little low on save percentage, but... Not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, like, they're... N- like, he's... I understand what he's saying here. Statistically, they're not stepping up all that much. Right. If at all. <clears throat> and, and he is wanting to say that... Let me see. Six players with double-digit points. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that against other teams, but only Brad Marchand is over a point per game. David Pasternak, 22 points in 29 games. Not great. Don't uh, I know it? <laughs> <laughs> it's on my fantasy team, and I'm just oh, that's so okay. Funny. You take your time. <laughs> First time that I've ever had you on my team. Uh, Bergeron, twenty four points in twenty eight games, which is good, but he had a really slow start. But I will, I can attest that he's picked it up a lot over the past few oh, weeks yeah. because I have him on my fantasy team. <laughs> <sighs> um, McAvoy on D with 20 points in 28 games which is pretty decent I mean like that's, a, that's pretty good for a defenseman right uh, you're not every, not every top end defenseman is going to be a point per game player no definitely. Uh, Hall 17 and 29 Coyle 16 and 29 and then Craig Smith with 9 and 22 and that's that's the start of the single digit player so yeah not great so they need to put the puck in the net. Biscuit in the basket, boys. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. Can I find the back of the net, eh? Um, <laughs> I like yours so much more. I need to work on mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been around people who have so much better 
Canadian accents than me, and I just mimic them. Um, I could see what he's saying. Um, scoring needs to happen, but I mean, like, who do you go out and get? You know that you have like the inside track on Rask. Um, you know that he can. You know what he could do as his ability to you know stop pucks and everything. So I mean, at the very least, it gets fans excited. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Other than like a trade, like who they would go after. Yeah, I don't know either. But they, I think that's obvious that they need to they need to pick up. Um, hey, maybe Evander Kane. Why not? I mean, this <laughs> they need. <laughs> they actually do need offensive talent. I think what they really need to do is call up David Krejci and apologize because they've now got Pasternak on that second line. And I know that hurts David Krejci's soul because he has been wanting someone on that line <laughs> to help him be more productive with that line. And they usually gave him no one. Yeah, he's got to be frustrated. So if there's someone out there who you might be able to get, maybe go call up Craigie if you can. Oh, is he? Did he retire, or is he just not playing? He's playing in his home country. He's living his best life. Oh, okay. I, Thirty-three points in thirty-four games at the HC Allamar. Yeah, yeah, it's not a well-known <laughs> thing here in the states. How old is he? Thirty-five. Yeah, I mean he's older. Um, he's got a history of injuries, but you know they they would know what they're getting out of him. Like he's a mm-hmm. smart player. You know, definitely can keep up with that NHL level and everything like that. So cheap, uh, productive. You know, forward depth if they wanted him, but I don't know that he comes back. Even though he's you know pretty dedicated to that city and everything. Mm. Yeah, no, I have to agree with him though. Like this this is obviously not going to solve their woes. Like pasta, Bert, well. Bergeron to the extent that dude's getting old, but pasta needs to step up and, and be, be who be he is. Pasta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Taylor Hall needs to step the fuck up. I, t- I never understand the idea of let's get Taylor Hall. He, he, he flashes in the pan and then you're like, okay, we can commit to him. And it, it seems to it just never works out. Um, all right. I, I just want to look up Taylor Hall's current contract, and then we can go on. Sure. Yeah, that's completely um, <laughs> Is it bad? Oh, it's not fantastic. <laughs> it's not great. Four years, six million a pop. Mm. No movement clause for the first. Oh, for the first year. Uh, modified no trade and no movement clause for the next three. And that's it. Because that's four years. What's the modifiedness? Give me the. Usually it pops up with something. I don't know what they're modified. Uh, does it say if I do that? Sure don't. We're just going to make something up that he gets seven chocolate bars if he goes. <laughs> <laughs> the chocolate bar amount changes depending oh, on the shape. Miss it. There it is. 16 team, 16 team no trade list uh, next year. The following two years is a 10-team no-trade list. So, it's not great. Not great. But $6 million for for 17 points in 29 games. Also not great. Yeah. I mean, do I know that he has another year to him? Yeah. Do I ever really get to see it anymore? No. So, 
I don't know. I'm 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 not a Taylor Hall believer, but we we won't get into that. All right. What we will get into though is actually I'll let you pick. Do you want to do all star team picks or do you want to do weekly power rankings? Um let's do the uh let's do the all star team picks. Yes. I was hoping you would pick that, yeah. honestly. All right, I will pull John's up here for us. Hopefully he uh Yes. Okay. Great. Oh man, did you really not? Who me? No, 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 no. Him. Oh. oh. How the fuck did he set this up? Oh, I see. Okay. Oh. Oh, I see. He did this very different than I did. Oh, I just also didn't fill out. <laughs> one of the things let's do that very quickly i'm very confused here did you did you do 15 on the on the week no i did my correct (laughs) (laughs) i made sure to line up with you all that's hilarious oh man dude i'm like i already don't like like most of his picks are fine I have a big problem with one of his snubs, though, and I know I know he has a big problem with it too because he we talked about it a little bit in chat before this, but oh, okay. So, uh, where do we want to start with? Do we want to start with? Uh, do you want to go west to east? West to east, or do you want to go east to west? Or no, like... Let's do let's do west. Wait, do you want to go like Atlanta? Or, uh, <laughs> no, no, west, west, east. Sorry, yes, that's fine. I was, I was like, I don't know which. I don't own a map. <laughs> I'm geographically challenged. Do you know this? <laughs> yeah, so let's let's do that. That's what I did on my sheet. Um, I will. Can I move this around? I can't. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, I'll start. Let's start with John's. Okay. So, he has. Uh, I don't know how to do this. I'm just going to read the team that he has. So two obvious picks in Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Yep. I think we'd be shocked if someone didn't have one, both of those on there. <laughs> I, did have have. Them, I did have one of them off for a second, but I was like, what am I missing? <laughs> What'd you say? No, no, no. That was it. Oh. Um, <laughs> then Troy Terry from Anaheim, Johnny Gaudreau from the Flames, JT Miller, from whatever team he's on now, is he on Vancouver? Uh, yes. Uh, Jordan Eberly from the Seattle Kraken, Alex Petrangelo from the Golden Knights, Brent Burns from San Jose Sharks, Quinn Hughes from uh, Vancouver Canucks, Jacob Markstrom and Jonathan Quick from the Flames and the Kings, respectively, in net. So... Yeah. Some some names he actually wrote like I think what he did was he uh, wrote some like honorable mentions on the side like he wrote like a bunch of players down and then picked from them it looks like so he has like different players from each team written off the right there so he notably left out Chandler Stevenson and Shea Theodore and Robin Leonard from Golden Knights um, Demko from the Canucks. Kachuk from the Flames, Hurdle and Meyer from the Sharks, and Zegers and Gibson from Anaheim. 
He says, this is dumb. I feel like Miller and Stevenson both deserve to be here. They both carried the fuck out of their team so far. Not sure how I do it, though. I could probably take a D from Seattle instead of Eberly, maybe Larson or Alexiak. Then I could take Stevenson instead of Petrangelo. Feels weird not taking Petrangelo, though. Fuck it. Just running with this, know that I feel bad, Chandler. So, Chandler Stevenson, we're sorry. Well, John, sorry. I'm not very sorry. <laughs> um, do you want to go ahead with yours? Yeah, sure. I'll go with mine. Um, <laughs> I realized uh, this is this is going to sound utterly stupid, and I actually feel bad. Oh, because I'm like, all right. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't have to do this. I can do it my way. I thought I didn't have a flame on there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I, I have a flame. Um, all right, so I have my team as my boy, Troy Terry, Scary Terry from the Anaheim Ducks, uh-huh. uh, Leon Dreisaitl from the Edmonton Oilers, Timo Meyer from the San Jose Sharks, uh, Jared McCann, because I can, from <laughs> the <laughs> Seattle Kraken, JT Miller from the Vancouver Canucks, and then Connor McDavid also from the Oilers. Just making it by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> um, I also have Quinn Hughes, Shea Theodore, and Drew Doughty from the Canucks, uh, Golden Knights, and the Kings, respectively, with uh, Jacob Markstrom uh, for the Flames and Jonathan Quick for the Kings in goal. Um, if you think that all that sounds really biased, um, it probably should because I still really like Markstrom <laughs> and I think he's been a good goalie for this year. So I think that uh, an all-star uh, appearance uh, is warranted. Could you say your defense one more time? I'm sorry. I was sure. Uh, Quinn Hughes, Shea Theodore and Drew Doughty. Okay, cool. Doughty's we... a controversial pick, but I, I truly don't know who the hell else to give it to. So I also had the same issue. I was looking at like Adrian Kempe, um, Anzi Kopitar, I ended up giving it to Drew Doughty as well because I filled up the, the forwards with everyone else. Like I couldn't <laughs> find it. I couldn't find a defenseman I thought was worthy of it on Seattle. So I went with funny enough. We all picked a different Seattle player. I went with Yanni Gord. And who did John go with again? Jordan Everly. <laughs> I'm glad that we did that. Yeah. Uh, I also have Troy Terry, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Johnny Gaudreau, Drew Doughty, on defense, Quinn Hughes and Alex Petrangelo all on defense, and then goaltending Jacob Markstrom and John Gibson. Uh, did, did, did I say everybody? Timo Meyer. Did I say that? I don't remember. Um, yeah, so I had Timo Meyer from the Sharks, and I wanted I wanted to talk about this one. Who did he okay. have from the Sharks? Burns. I don't feel like Burns needs to be on there. No. John's wrong. We're going to tease him because he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Birds. Oh, I will say I I disagree with Shea Theodore over Petrangelo. And not just as a Blues fan, but that dude plays half the game for them. Like, Shea Theodore might be a more offensive guy, but my God, Petrangelo is a defensive monster. Yeah. No, and I mean, I... I will be honest. I truly wasn't looking at that. I was like, what are people going to vote on? And it was like points. Yeah, that's fair. Name recognition. But I guess Petrangelo is name recognition. So, I mean, it could have gone either way. I just, I just saw Shea Theodore and I was like, all right, I'll do that. No, 
and I I'm mostly teasing because I also did that. I looked at it, I was like, man, it's a three on three tournament. You're looking to score rather than right. and defend more than anything. So Shea Theodore does make sense, but Petrangelo, it's so hard. Like I was watching um what was it, the Knights Toronto. I don't know why I went team for one city for the other, but Vegas Toronto game. Petrangelo set a new career high for like thirty two fifty five minutes on ice wow in unbelievable just unbelievable yeah so they they need him on that team um you know yeah it was it was um i will say he it did go to overtime so like he got some extra time there but i think he was at 29 minutes before overtime which is still ridiculous so yeah so he played like three minutes in overtime yeah (laughs) there's only five (laughs) imagine having him on your team that would be really useful wouldn't it yeah be amazing <laughs> anyway um what the hell should we do the central now yeah let's do the central it's funny i thought we were gonna have more discussion than this but like everything is so like like yeah no i get that that makes sense yeah just ping 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 yeah all right um so i'll i'll go first gonna, on mine i think we're gonna fight more in the atlantic that could be yeah, probably. I'm definitely fighting John for the Atlantic because we'll we'll get there. Yeah. Central. So I have uh, Nazem Kadri from Colorado, Jordan Cairo from St. Louis, Kirill Caprison from Minnesota, Kyle Connor from Winnipeg, Nathan McKinnon from Colorado, and Miko Rantanen from Colorado on the, as my forwards. Uh, defense, I have Roman Yossi from Nashville, Shane Gossesbear from Arizona, Kale McCarr, from Colorado on defense, and then rounding out with the goaltending, Mark Andre Fleury from Chicago and Braden Holby in Dallas. There you go. Um, so I was really having fun with this, but then it didn't work like how I wanted it to. So I'm just going to read it how I have it, and then I'll say the teams. Uh, I had Keller, Kadri, Kaprizov, Kairou, Connor, and then McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> So Kel, uh, Clayton Keller from uh, the Coyotes, uh, Nazem Kadri from uh, you know the uh, Avalanche, uh, Kirill Kaprizov uh, from the Minnesota Wild, Jordan Kairou from the Blues, uh, Kyle Connor from the Jets, and then Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon had to ruin it. I was like, I need another K here. <laughs> you can't really. I mean, McKinnon. Yeah, I was gonna say, can I just say Kinnon? Will people know what I'm talking about? And then no. Um, and then for my defense, uh, I had Seth Jones from Chicago because I needed a Chicago player. Uh, <laughs> uh Kale McCarr, um, also from Colorado. I think they're okay. I think they're a pretty good team. Probably too talented, some might say. Um, and then Roman Yosi. Um, or is it? It, it is Yosi. Yeah, yeah. Josie, yeah. um, uh, from Nashville. Um. With uh, Braden Holtby uh, from the Stars and Juicy Sor- you say Sorrows from <laughs> the Nats. You took my joke. I was going to say the Juicy Sorrows. <laughs> I unironically say that, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, this was really tough because um, we had to take... So- oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot John. Sorry, John. Um... So for John, he has uh, Capri Sun, McKinnon, Tarasenko for the Blues, 
uh, Kyle Connor from Winnipeg, Kadri from Colorado, Jason Robertson from Dallas, Yossi from Nashville, McCarr from Colorado, Gossis Bear from Arizona, Soros from Nashville, and Fleury from Chicago. Okay. Um, notable names. He looked at uh, Rantanen and Landeskog as well from Colorado. He looked at Pavelski, Haskin, and Ottinger from Dallas. He looked at Kane, Debrinkit, uh, and Jones from Chicago. Kyrie and Bennington from St. Louis. Duchesne Granlund from Nashville. And Keller and Kessel as well from Arizona. His notes say, why can't I just have six Colorado players? I was pretty tempted to take Ottinger from Dallas and Debrinkit from Chicago, but Ottinger didn't feel like he had enough starts to justify the take. Feels weird leaving Kane and Debrinkit off the roster. Feels bad leaving Duchesne and Granlund behind as well with the season they're having. Would have liked to give Kyrou a nod, but Tarasenko fits better, I think. If I could take Kyrou instead of Robertson, that would be cool. There you go. I can yeah. definitely understand all those feelings because I'm just like, I'm at like a, at odds whenever I'm filling this out. Yeah. Like Tarasenko was one of the harder picks for me. Like it felt weird leaving him off, but Kyrou is just having such a terrific season. And like, I feel like he thrives in like, three on three he sure. gets so much more room on the ice to fuck around with yeah i kind of just i did it for a purely selfish reason. <laughs> i was like i just want flatty to have the rest <laughs> i mean that's fair too so i was like let's let, let, let the young kid have it let him have yeah, some fun say it i was like let the let the guy who's like okay i just want to have a little vacation here all right but uh yeah i mean I, I don't really disagree necessarily with anyone else's picks, so I, I get it. Yeah, no, I. It, it, this is so tough because you have to have someone from each team, and it's like, where do you fill in? And like, I have to agree with him. It's like this, I basically have the Chicago or the the Colorado Central here. I've got four <laughs> Colorado players, and I could have picked more. I don't know. Like, I, think I only had three. I left Landy off. I, I also left Landeskog. I, I only did Makar, Kadri, and McKinnon. I, I was good. I only did three. Yep. Uh, I put Rantanen up there as well. Yep. Sure. You but, could buy any of them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They're all so good. Uh, we want to do the Metro now? Let's do the Metro. I'll let you go first because I've done Okay. Um, first twice. I have uh, Alex Ovechkin uh, having a great Wait, wait, wait. Really? <laughs> <laughs> With his production? <laughs> uh, Seba- Sebastian Ahu. <laughs> I was trying to stifle up, but then you start laughing. I'm like, okay, good, because Our ten- it's coming out. Our- oh, wait, I should say uh, Ovechkin's from uh, the Capitals. Sebastian Ajo is from the Carolina Hur- uh, Hurricanes. Uh, Artemi Panarin uh, from the New York Rangers. Uh, oh, my God. Um Jake Gensel, I forgot his first name. I only have Gensel on here. Um, from the Pittsburgh Penguins, Jesper Bratt from the uh, New Jersey Devils, and then Cloud Giroux from the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, I have Adam Fox, uh, also from the New York Rangers, uh, Zach Wierenski from the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, and Noah Dobson from the New York Islanders, uh, rounding out my defense. Uh, in net, I have Freddie Anderson from the Hurricane Hurricanes Hurricanes. Hurricanes. <laughs> I can't talk about the too long before I start <laughs> talking <laughs> an accent that is of no one. Uh, Ivan 
Shesterkin. Oh, I actually did it. I, I actually only wrote down Chesty because I was just, <laughs> I had no confidence in actually say that name. Uh, also from the New York Rangers. So I had three New York Rangers on my uh, end of things. Um, I ended up with two and John looks like he has two as well. So John has Ovechkin, Crosby from Pittsburgh, Brat from New Jersey, Panarin from Rangers, Aho from Hurricanes, Giroux from uh, Flyers, Wierinski from CBJ, Fox from New York Rangers, Carlson from Washington, Anderson from Hurricanes, and Sorokin from the Islanders. Okay, I was going to say, where is he going to put the Islanders guy now? Yeah. I almost did Sorokin too, but... Yeah, he's not um, a bad player. If you, like... Like let me let me let me make sure I saw this right because um maybe I'm crazy here. No, I really not. Tristan Jari's having a hell of a season for Pittsburgh. That that surprises me because I just I don't trust him still. I know, but he's he has twenty eight games played, he has a one ninety one goals against and a nine thirty two save percentage. Ooh. Yeah. I saw that. I'm like, I I have to. I would say I probably screwed up in putting Shesterk in there. My bad. Yeah. No, I mean, no, no, that's fine. He he doesn't have him either. And I I've, I feel like no one's talked about this. I think he's just flying under the radar. And that's probably how yeah. you like it. Yeah, let that happen. So, I mean, that's a bit of a spoiler. But uh, so I have Sebastian Ajo from Carolina, Vetchkin from Washington, Jesper Bratt from New Jersey, Giroux from Philadelphia, Barzal from the Islanders, uh, Panarin from the Rangers, Fox from the Rangers, Wierinski from Columbus, D'Angelo from Carolina, Jari from Pittsburgh, and Freddie Anderson from Carolina as well. So I have three Carolina players. Yeah, you you were going into that Carolinas thing. Yeah, I like I I really debated D'Angelo. Like I had Carlson there, I had D'Angelo, I had Carlson from Washington. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like he's had a crazy season, and I think he deserves to be there, despite um, his stupid beliefs. Yeah, I to go with uh, if you if you're all wondering about the Noah Dobson thing, I think he's just having a great year for a defenseman. I think he's been scoring mm-hmm. goals uh, pretty greatly. So I mean, he's he's having a good year. So I'm, yeah, no, he was he was on my uh, on my list. Okay. How do I say, wait, how do you spell his last name? Uh, D-O-B-S-O-N. S-O-N. There we go. Yeah, he was definitely on there. I was like, Barzal, because he scored a lot. And I was yeah. like, well, I guess I could do... Yeah, I think I think that was like my last two was like the Islanders and trying to figure out who I wanted to put in defensive versus forwards. And I was like, I feel like basically it came down to I thought D'Angelo and Carlson were doing better than... Dobson was doing. Gotcha. And so I went Barzal and D'Angelo. But yeah, I mean, I, I not to say he's not doing be- not doing well. He's doing really well. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think your list makes sense. I think John's makes sense too. But that's just yeah. This isn't the one I have the problem with yet. <laughs> but but do you want me to go first with that one because it sounds like you have a problem with John's? Oh, I do. Uh, let me look at his. So he also looked at Svech and Slavin from Carolina, uh, Dobson and Sorokin. Oh, no, Sorokin he has. 
Dobson from uh, the Islanders. Uh, did he have an he does. Zabanajad and Kreider from the Rangers. Gensel and Latang from Pittsburgh. Bjorkstrand and Voracek from the Flyers. Flyers were hard. Yeah. Because they <laughs> suck. <laughs> not because they suck. They're, like, I don't even know how they're doing. Um, they're not. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're well. Yeah, they are. They're looking at blowing it up, trading Great. out Giroux, and yeah. Yeah, it's just like no one has like a significant number of points on their team, and I didn't know what to do with it. So I was I, like, I almost just went Bjorkstrand, but I'm like, that's such a weird pick. And I was like, fuck it, Giroux. <laughs> he says, uh, John says in his notes, feels bad not getting Kreider in there, honestly, but I don't know who I'd drop in his place if Hamilton were healthy. I'd have taken Hamilton instead of Brett from New Jersey and then taken Kreider instead of Carlson, but here we are. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, it, the Flyers are always kind of hard. I, I almost picked Cam Atkinson because uh, I was like, I really just – I it was a real toss-up between who I love more, Cam Atkinson or Claude Giroux, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to Sophie's Choice this. I'm just going to eat me to my name through that. So that's what I ended up with for the Flyers. Um, on to the Atlantic. Let's there see. There we go. All right. Do you want me to go first? Because it sounds like you have the more, most I'll, – I'll do mine first, and then I'll let you do yours, and then we'll end with John's. Okay. So I have Jonathan Hubida from Florida – Austin Matthews from Toronto, Brad Marchand from Boston, Drake Batherson from Ottawa, Jonathan Druran from Montreal, Steven Stamkos from Tampa Bay, Victor Hedman from Tampa Bay. Oh, this is defense, by the way. Uh, Mort Sider from Detroit, Rasmus Dahlin from Buffalo, and then goal Jack Campbell from Toronto and Andre Vasilevsky from Tampa Bay. All right. I can I can see all those. I'm actually kicking myself because I was like, oh, he did pick a forward from Montreal, whereas I was <laughs> not with that kind of choice. So I went uh, Jonathan Hubbardow. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> if I said that name right. Oh, I don't know. I said like that because it looks super fancy. It's a Hubbardow. Hubbardow. Um, uh, Stamkos uh, from Tampa. Uh, Brad Marchand. Oh, my God. Brad Marchand. Uh, from Boston, it zipped all the way to the other side. <laughs> Austin Matthews uh, for Toronto, uh, Lucas Raymond for Detroit, and uh, Drake Batherson for uh, Ottawa, uh, Rasmus Dahlin for Buffalo, uh, Victor Hedman for Tampa, and uh, David Savard for Montreal, <laughs> with uh, Andre Vasilevsky for Tampa again, and uh, Jack Campbell for Toronto and goal. All right, Let's so see. here's here it is. So he has Marshan from Boston, Matthews from Toronto, Raymond from Detroit, Huberto from Florida, Stamkos from Tampa Bay, Batherson from Ottawa, Darlene from Buffalo, Savard from Montreal, and Ekblad from Florida. And he has Campbell and Vasilevsky, Toronto and Tampa Bay, respectively. Where the fuck is Victor Hedman? I was actually mad. Um... Because I think um, I don't know if this is like already been like official or whatever, but like Hedman does get snubbed in like a lot of people's like projections and things, and I'm like, that's unbelievable. He's the best defenseman in the league. Yeah, I mean, did you? Like, uh, yeah. That's like that's just it. Like he's the best defenseman in the league. 
There's yeah. not a defenseman I would pick to be on my team before Victor Hedman. Like no Kale McCarr, no Adam nope. Fox. Like nope. Nope. nope, Victor Hedman is the guy I would pick for, <laughs> for my defense. If I could pick any defenseman in the league to be on my team, he's it 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. How, I... <laughs> how do you put Aaron Ekblad over Victor Hedman? You have Huberdeau. It's not like you're forcing you're, – you're not forcing like a Florida pick – you just picked him over Hedman. Yeah. That's wrong. I I don't agree with it either. Uh I I wanna say if he does get in in real life that people were just like, oh, let him play or whatever. Uh you know, he Hedman's had his, you know, chances or whatever. And I'm like, but that's the reason he's had his chances because he's that good. He's so good. Let me read John's notes because I haven't read him yet, but he, he does mention Hedman several times in here. You could also take Hedman from Tampa Bay and Bobrovsky from Florida. I'd be fine with either and went back and forth a couple different times trying to figure out who it should be. Ideally, you would take Hedman and Ekblad and not Savard, but rules are rules. You don't have to take Ekblad, though. I'd also like to take love to take Thompson from Buffalo instead of Rasmus. Trips over nothing, Dolly. <laughs> Um, John doesn't get to come back. He is in the, <laughs> in the bad kid corner now. Good forwards. Riley from Toronto would be a decent D pick as well. If I could just have a headman Riley Ekblad instead of what I have to have, fuck, this team would be good. <laughs> like, I agree, but if your choice is Ekblad or headman, you take headman. Like, Ekblad's not even in the top five for me. Oof. It's like Hedman, Makar, uh, Pie Triangle might make that. Pie Triangle? <laughs> triangle. Yeah. Uh, does Fox make it for you? Fox is... Fox I need to see another good year out of. Okay. He, like, I, th- I think he's good, and I think I would love to build a team around him. But if I'm like... If I'm only picking one of the top five or whatever, I'm I'm making like I would want to make sure that I have a really solid defenseman. I don't, and that's not a gamble. Um, who the fuck else is on defenseman? Is on defense. Uh, not Carlson. Yeah, Morgan Riley. Yo- Yossi and more. Uh, Morgan Riley mm-hmm. probably doesn't crack the top ten. Yossi is a good one. Um, yeah, Yossi. I would like. I would have said Pareko a couple of years ago, but. I can't no, do that anymore no, because he he's just, I feel like he's always been an underrated solid defensive defenseman, but even that it's kind of gone out the window a little bit. Um, yeah. For that fifth spot, I'm trying to think of you. Maybe would... like Shea Theodore. He's really good. So I don't know. Maybe Ekblad does cr- crack the top five. I, but I also can't think of like the best defenseman in the league right now. Uh, you could probably go with a, Jacob Slavin. You could have someone like that. Slavin is a really good he I feel like, yeah, he's a really good defensive. Yeah, if you're wanting someone who's more responsible. So that's what it really depends on, is like if you're looking for someone who can do a transition game, you go with people like Fox, like uh Haskinen and you know McCarr, things like that. Or if you want someone who's just like very like defensive minded, you know, you go like Slavin. So yeah, so I don't know. Maybe Ekblad does actually crack the top five for me. Darlene, maybe he's he's pretty decent. Uh, he, I feel like he's not even having a good year though. Darlene um, needs to he needs to get out of there. He needs to be fully developed. Yeah, he does. 
Um, anyway, my my point being, Headman and and Xbud to me just aren't even comparable. Like I'm not, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm you not just, even. It's not even a. It's not even a consideration. You're not sold on it. That's fine. And I mean, I can. I can definitely get it. I was cooking whenever I was like. You don't think he's bad? I like Eckblad. He's good. Sorry. I, no, I was just gonna say like I was. Uh, I was cooking whenever I was looking through some things, and there was like, oh yeah, Eckblad, and I'm like, something's wrong. Like Headman's off of this, and like I was actually like, <laughs> I was like angrily like flipping just <laughs> the dish that I was making. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I know this is wrong, and then I was like, well, maybe the stats say that Ekblad's, like, having a better year, and I'm like, they don't! Edmund's <laughs> having a better year! <laughs> the guy well, is so good. Yeah, it has been good for so long. No offense to Ekblad, but I mean, he's he's had to really kind of figure things out yeah. recently, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, okay, so for me, I really wanted to get Lucas Raymond on there, but I just, I couldn't. Spider's a great pick. Don't worry about that. Um. Anyway, so that, those are all star picks. Check those out at our website, bestbucking.com slash blog, B-U-P-U-C-K-I-N, bestbucking.com slash blog. Uh, we need to move on, though, because we're running long, as always, when we have a duo. <laughs> There's only two people we always run long, which is not how that's supposed to work, but yeah. Um. Weekly power rankings. <laughs> All right, let's do up. that thing. I'm going to sort. Boom, bam. I'm going to uncover. Bam, boom. Oh, shit. Hold on. I've, I, there we go. And I'm going to uncover. There we go. Don's going to be mad at me. That's fine. <laughs> I want to see what this boy did. His undying love of the flames is pissing me off. <laughs> Give up on them, John. Embrace the kings. I love it. It's the last spot. He's just like, no, the flames. They need to be here. I see you with those high rangers, John. Knock that shit off. They're not doing great. <sighs> Whatever. Oh, that's do you want to do you want to run down these? Sure. All right. So, oh fuck. Hold on. Let me move my <laughs> cursor. It's there. We go. No, wrong one. There we go. Okay. So this week for the weekly power rankings, we have the Hurricanes moving up one spot to number. Wait. Oh, what? That doesn't seem right. Did I spell hurricanes wrong? No, no. Um, I don't know if I if I did this right. Oh, the actual like sheet and everything. Oh, ish. Hold on, two seconds. I forgot to do something really quick. I was like, that doesn't make sense. I forgot to copy last week's um order to the new one gotcha so confused i was like the lightning no we were <laughs> unanimously with the hurricanes the yeah. hurricanes last week okay there we go that's all better see john isn't here everything fucking falls apart <laughs> we can't do anything without him uh okay so now we have the correct ordering um 
Number one, moving up zero spots, the Hurricanes. Number two, moving up zero spots, the Panthers. Moving up one spot is the Avalanche. Number three, Leafs falling to number four, one spot. Lightning up two to number five. Uh, the Predators moving up forward, number six. The Penguin Penguins down one to number seven. Blues down three to number eight. Bruins up three to number nine, which is bizarre. Do I have the Bruins? Up? Wait, no, the Bruins did all right this time. Never mind. Uh, the Wild recracking the top sixteen. At number 10, the Rangers down 3 to number 11. Golden Knights down 1 to 12. Canucks up 2 to 13. The Kings up 4 to number 14. The Caps down 6 to 15. And rounding out the bottom 16, moving down 2 slots, the Ducks. The only other teams with points are the Islanders, the Flames, and the Jets. And there's just not enough to make it. Yeah. So what? as you're looking at this, I think you and I are kind of like kind of beats for beat on some of these i think we're a little far away from each other on like the lightning the leaves but that's all right um i'm just gonna be mad at john i i i cannot can you understand his reasoning for the rangers um rangers no, why are they so so up high? I don't know. And he was all mad at me last time. He's like, "What? Why? Why aren't your Rangers that high?" I'm like, they, like their last ten, is like five, four, and one, with like a one game losing streak. Yeah, I mean that's not great. It's it's middling. It's middling, John. Defend yourself if you can. <laughs> you can. Yeah, I guess. Oh man, I keep putting my curse over that, and I can't see shit because it puts my name up there. Anyway, um, is there any that you have like just like a huge? That's really funny that we all picked the same slot for the Penguins. Oh, that is really funny. Yeah, I, we I, picked I, number six for them. It's just a random spot. We're like they are number, <laughs> and, they, and and by points they're number seven. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it! Cracks me up. Um, I feel like the Blues. I think John shafted the Blues a little bit. I think he shafted. They're the behind the Rangers, in his eyes. Yeah, I don't see that at all. No, the Golden Knights also like this this past week. Five, three, and two with a two game losing streak. Yeah, I, I don't agree. He's gonna get punished for this one day. Like the the hurricanes are gonna slip, and I'm putting I'm gonna put them straight in the oven. <laughs> and honestly, I think I feel like like I, you know, you both put the hurricanes number one, which is fine. I feel like the Avalanche had a really strong week, yeah. and they've had a really strong week for a few weeks now. And they're they're kind of going on a tear. Yeah. Uh, they needed to be higher on my thing. I think that they should be like, like they're they have three games in hand on us in the same amount of points. They have four games in hand on the Predators, and they're down three points. Yeah, they definitely needed to flip uh, in place of the Predators because I have Predators four and Avalanche five. So yeah, that 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 could flip, and then uh, it's a toss up in my eyes because like. I guess the Avalanche are doing better than the Lightning. I don't know, though. I really think that the Lightning were doing all right. 
Yeah, they're doing fine. I mean, six, three, and one last ten, and then they they won their last game. So, I mean, that's not that's not bad. It's they're only just being edged out by Florida with six, three, and one with two wins. Yeah, and then the Maple Leafs six, two, and two with one win. So, I could I could do I could show the Avalanche more respect <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, I feel well. John's not underrating them. I think I, I definitely would <laughs> say that you would be, but. You're aware of that. That's fine. I'm aware of it now. It was just me like going through that Atlantic like division. I'm like, man, the Atlantic has it together or they really don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's really true. <laughs> it's like the tops, the top four teams are like over 500 and they all have wins. And then the bottom four are all <laughs> like three, two, three wins, two wins. Senators have five wins. And then the Canadians have one. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. All teams that are like, because I said all teams underneath the Canucks, because I have the Canucks at the number 10, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the Kings are doing okay. I think they're like six, like, what are they? Let me look here. In their last 10, the Kings are like six, three, and one with a two game win streak. So I was like, all right, all, all teams under the Kings, get it together because you. I didn't want to even put any of you on this list. <laughs> but yeah, I am I am seething to see him, like him and his love affair with the Rangers. For as much as he talks against Adam Fox, he... <laughs> oh, man. It was funny. Like, I'm looking at, like, everything else. We actually... John and I actually have a lot in common. We have the Ducks at the exact same 15. We have... Uh, the Canucks off by one a piece. I have them ranked up one higher. The Capitals same at at fourteen. The Wild at eleven. The Penguins at six. The Leafs at four. The Panthers at three. Like we're kind of like right there. Besides the Blues, I don't understand that one. I like. I'm with you. Like, I don't understand why the Rangers and the Golden Knights are both above them. The Predators I get. Uh, the Penguins I get. Lightning somewhat. Lightning didn't have... Like, they had a fine week, but it's not like... It was outstanding. Like we said, 6-3-1 and one with a one-win streak. So, yeah. good, not spectacular. Yeah. Uh, speaking of John, I think he actually has something to tell us right now. Uh, do you, John? Oh, he's back? Yeah, he's back. Hey, John here. <laughs> Um, surprise, I'm back, and for the first time, uh, I don't know if it's the cold medicine, but I'd like to reset my rankings and match Kyle for the week. I really like how he does the analysis every week, and I just want to match him. Yeah, no, I think that that's really, I think that's big of you to actually embrace (laughs) the weekly version of, uh... Kyle's analysis. So yeah, I, I appreciate you say that, John. Yeah, oh, I do too. And uh, yeah, I think that that would that'll change some things. Yeah, blues I, move up. I love that. Yeah, the blues are moving up. Um, again, I'm not sure if it's the cold medicine or <laughs> or just your deep or love of my... uh, Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to writing the fanfic. All right. Well, thank you for your uh, thank you for your input. We truly appreciate it. John. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you, John. Thank you, John. Actual John. 
Oh, damn, he left. I, I really wanted to talk to him about his Hedman non-pick, but uh, that's okay. We'll we'll talk next week. He says he's silly, and he should have not done that. He is going to give himself a spank. That's too much, John. Go to bed. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so uh, I think that's for the rankings. I don't think there's anything else I really want to talk about. Wow, you hate the Golden Knights. <laughs> don't I ever. <laughs> ironically yes i was just looking at like yours i'm like yeah 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 oh (laughs) you could go outside (laughs) let me look at the islanders i miss something with the islanders do they do well they just have a billion games in hand and they're not that bad Uh, where are you where are they there they are holy crap they only have played 28 games senators at 29 that's not a whole lot better (laughs) But still, so even if they win, like, the next five games, they're still only at 36 points. <laughs> and you know what? That moves them up into the wild card spot. No, outside of the wild card spot. <laughs> well, you know what? I like them way more than the Golden Knights. <laughs> and it doesn't matter yet. <sighs> Whatever. I wanted to give Islanders some points because they've only played 28 games. (laughs) I would give them points if I truly thought that they were any kind of competitor, but... uh, That's fair enough. I don't think they are. (laughs) I believe. And in Barry Trotz, the Eggman, I believe. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. Um... So I think that's it. I think that's the whole thing. All we have left is... uh... we. uh, I don't know if you saw this. Um, There was a a letter that was just left uh, in our mailbox. Uh, It was signed by a very unique name. I think it was from uh, potentially Gabriel Landeskog. Did you get this in your mail? I think uh, that he was passing these out to every single mailbox that he could... (laughs) No, no, you know I, I know you know I let you check the all, mailbox. All, yeah, I do. I do come to your house every single day to check your mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> I give your yeah, I give your neighbor your bills, so hopefully you're enjoying that. The electricity is still on, so I'm happy. <laughs> They're suckers. All right, but uh, it says, "Dear reader, I am writing as far and to as many people as I can with an extremely urgent message." This message is one that could critically impact someone else's entire life. The person that I speak of is myself. Because at this time, I am getting absolutely shithoused by life and the universe. With that being said, I would like to wholeheartedly and sincerely apologize to whatever I did to offend whatever evil god that I pissed off. I truly mean this, that if I ever did anything to offend you in any way, I give an honest and true, that's my B, home slice. (laughs) Please, for the love of whatever god, wizard, genie, or leprechaun you may praise, please know that I fudged up and I am very sorry. If the old woman that I accidentally cut off in traffic the other day is reading this, 
please know that I now realize that you are some kind of witch, and I beg of you, please lift this curse from me. <laughs> to the man I missed when giving out autographs, I now realize that you may be a grand and powerful druid. I recognize your strength, and beseech ye to please release thy hand from my nads. <laughs> To whatever Red Wings fan who may be practicing voodoo against me, please stop immediately, because I am seriously crying into club right now. Oh my god, I just want to play hockey for five freaky minutes without something terribly or terrible going wrong with me. If I were a Pokemon, I would totes be a Sarzard. To whoever may be reading this, Thank you for your time, and if you could please send some positive energy my way, that would be greatly appreciated. Yours truly, Young Jeezy to the Land Easy. So, uh, yeah, if you could all uh, send your thoughts and prayers to uh, Young Jeezy to the Land Easy, I think that he is going through a pretty rough time right now. It sounds like it. Um, (laughs) Are you laughing at his pain? No, I would never do that. He needs whoever, whoever this land easy to the uh, young Jeezy to the land. Oh, young Jeezy, sorry, to the land easy. Um, no, our our thoughts and our prayers go out to you, young Jeezy. Best of luck to you. Best um, of luck to you, especially if you're a listener. Uh, that, that'd be really cool. But that would blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Thank you for listening. I appreciate all eight of you listening. <laughs> uh, check out our website, bestpuckin.com, and the blog, bestpuckin.com slash blog. That's P-U-C-K-I-N, bestpuckin.com slash blog. Uh, you'll find our episode outlines. You'll find our uh, all-star team picks, our weekly power rankings, yada, yada, all that crap there. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll put it up. <laughs> Our web our webmaster is terrible. Yeah, He's we're so really far behind. To give a talking to him. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you all next time. Yep. See you. See you.